everyone and welcome back to the local podcast. We are delighted to have you back for this season and for us to be back to podcasting regularly again. I'm joined by Joe as always. How are you doing, Joe? Getting a flat is very stressful. I'm very stressed. It's a very stressful moment. I will never go back to Glasgow ever. I'll just be looking at right move for the rest of my life. The time of a hectic schedule of looking at right move to join us today. He's probably still yeah. on right move whilst we're recording. Wouldn't put it past him. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's always up. To... At any moment. Oh, there's a three bed at a decent price. Yeah. 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 If I refresh halfway through this, I will literally <laughs> stop recording. I will absolutely do that. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about. Flats. We're here to talk about the new Premiership season. Um, I'm really excited for this season. I think pretty much every, well, almost every team has improved mm-hmm. uh, or is at least at the same level of quality. So I think we're going to have quite a high quality or just, Premiership. Or just vaguely meandering through the transfer window, uh, phoning people up, getting, getting told to fuck off and then doing nothing. Just, I said oddly no, specific, no, Joe. No team in particular, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, other teams have improved. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think we'll just go through the teams. We'll quickly discuss the signings they've made and where we think they'll finish this season. Um, we'll just go alphabetically. We'll start with Aberdeen. I don't know about you, Joe, but I think they're going to have a very, very strong season. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch the game on Sunday. I was uh, busy with family stuff. Not Nothing bad, but my family made me do stuff outside, so I couldn't really oh. uh, go and watch uh, go uh, watch the game. But uh, from what I can tell, it was a very, very easy game for Aberdeen, and they looked good against... Uh, hacking in the the first leg at least. Obviously, they lost mm-hmm. second one. When you lose, when you win the first one five one, you are forgiven for not doing that well in the second leg. I feel. Yeah, you're likely I, to, um, switch, to switch off somewhat. Yeah, I, I think they will have a good season. Like they'll at least be in the, the European spot again. If they'll get third or not is another story. But even then, last season they got fourth because nobody else was. The, every team was so bad last season that they were kind of the only team that was able to go there. I think this time mm-hmm. if they finish fourth, it'll be more because they were all basically the best, the fourth best team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, they finished fourth last season almost by default, really. Yeah, yeah, because um, St. Johnson were awful until like October when they finally got the, everything together. It was too late for them to get fourth. Um, then who was sixth? Was it Livingston who was sixth? Yeah. Yeah, Livingston fell apart in February, and then St. Maryland and United were just kind of meandering the entire season, almost getting top six and giving up. So it was kind of obviously going to be Aberdeen finishing fourth last season, and then this season would be better definitely. Christian Romero is just like a really good signing, I think. Yeah, when you look at, when you look at the the players that Aberdeen brought in, you've got Christian Ramirez from from Atlanta. You've got the Jets. No, no, no. Christian Ramirez is from Houston. Oh, he is. Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of uh, who's the right back. What's his name? Jack Gurr. No, Roland Hernandez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Jack yeah, Gurr um, is one of the signings from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, they brought in Jet. They brought in uh, Gary Woods as a backup to uh, Joe Lewis. Uh, and also they brought mm-hmm. in Scott Brown, Declan Gallagher as well. Declan Gallagher, I think, pretty good signing. Good player at that level. I think um, you look at this squad, you look at the signings they've made. I think they're kind of primed to push for third place, um, especially the way you've seen the play. It looks like Stephen Glass might actually be an okay manager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> After initial I, doubts. It was very much a uh, fuck it, let's see what happens kind of appointment, yeah. which I, I prefer over like just appointing, I don't know, John Hughes. Mm-hmm. But I know that's, that's, that's too far to be an absolute disaster. But like, like I just have boring British manager, even though Stephen Glass is Scottish. He's been in America his entire yeah, coaching career. So it's a bit more... He's got a tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got continental. He just has a tan. Um, yeah, so he's a m- very much a different coach with his own non-British ideas. So I'm interested to see how he does. It looks like he'll be at least a success in the league. There's different... As, I don't know, you don't know if he's going to win a trophy yet, but at least in the league, it should be a success. Yeah, I think... Um... Gallagher and Brown are two great signings as well. I think Scott Brown, for all his faults at that level, still be a pretty good player. I think yeah, Gallagher's also, are, sorry. I just think Gallagher's a really, really solid centre back, great mm-hmm. player at this level as well. 
Uh, yeah, Scott Brown, it's a level below Celtic. And I think people overstated, especially Celtic fans, overstated how bad Scott Brown is now. Like, he yeah. will be a good player for Aberdeen, definitely. Not to mention the kind of stuff he brings in the, the changing rooms, that kind of leadership. Yeah. So that just, you just, like every team needs someone that's just fucking raging all the time. Yeah, because I mean, even though football is kind of modernizing beyond that, I think in Scotland at least you do kind of need that um that old fashioned anger sometimes. Yeah. Every team needs a Roy Kent. You understand that if you've seen Ted Lasso. Um, Aberdeen have got uh, the beat hacking, and now they're facing. Forgive me, all the Icelandic fans of this podcast. They're facing Breedablick. I'm going to assume yeah. that's a good pronunciation. It's what I've written down. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they should win this. I mean, the quality of Icelandic football to me doesn't seem like anywhere near us. Yeah, um, I'm going to say about that is Emil Ling, and I'll leave it at that there. A guy who scored <laughs> about 30 odd goals in like two seasons in Icelandic football and was one of those players I've ever seen for United. This should be easier than the hacking game, I think. Yeah. Um, so, just based on the quality of the team. So, predictions for Aberdeen this season, how you think they'll do in Europe and where you think they'll end up in the league? You don't need a specific position, just what's your prediction? Where do you think they'll end up? I, th- I think they'll make the Conference League group stages after that. I've got no idea because I've got no idea what the level ability will yeah. be in the group stages. Um, I think they'll finish, I think they'll finish fourth again, but okay. in a much more improved way. And then they'll probably get to the semi-finals of the Scottish and League Cup and then Aberdeen stuff will happen and they'll lose. My prediction is that Aberdeen will win a major four for this season. Um, mm. I think they'll win one of the Cups. Their squad just yeah. seems great. They're going to get to the, Europa, the Conference League, sorry, group stages. And I think also they'll finish at least fourth, but I think there's a good chance they'll finish third as well. I think mm-hmm. Hibs and Aberdeen are both really strong. We'll get on to Hibs later. Um, but we'll move on to Celtic. You know, we have to talk about the old firm as, as much as we don't like to. Um, so, they brought in Ange Postacoglu, who seems to be like a pretty decent coach, but then you look at the recruitment that they've made and the lack of ambition by the board, and it's just baffling, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that back four they lined up with for the second leg against, in the Michelin game, that was a fucking disaster. It was like one, Montgomery, who I'm pretty sure doesn't, doesn't exist, uh, yeah, Greg he, Taylor. He's one of those Steven. great players on football manager. Yeah, it's like when you all your goalkeepers get injured and if <laughs> yeah. that just gives you a random player. Uh, yeah. I, and who was the right back again? I fully forgot who the right back was. It was uh Ralston. Anti Ralston. Yeah. How is he playing for <laughs> Celtic? Like, Celtic madness. How, how but how is he starting for Celtic? Like I remember him at United, he was good at United, but that's the only club he's ever been good at. He has been pretty awful everywhere else. I cannot believe that he is playing for so regularly for Celtic and it just sums up just how Celtic I know obviously it's the Rangers fans love to talk about how like the the titles Celtic won with, without Rangers in the league or like asterisk titles or whatever but I think something you can say from that is that it those that early spell did paper over the massive cracks in Lowell's reign yeah. later yeah. on and has allowed bad ideas to keep festering over and over again Constantly just plugging holes you need to fill with uh, cheap loans or cheap players that are clearly are not good enough. Wasting so much money. I brought something in an early podcast, but just like the top 10 Celtic transfer pe- transfer fees, half of them are failures. Like yeah. Barcast is, Barcast is up there. Albanietti is up there. Um, Ismail like, Sol, I think. Well, Ismail Sol is probably not a failure, but like just players yeah. that either are good don't play enough or are bad and play too much it's very rarely just any and and Ange and Donny Mackay now have been given just like like this it's like give, it's like giving somebody the shittiest ever restaurant with 20 million new customers every day that's what they've been given just the yeah. most overly demanding people that they immediately need to please and like there's not going to please them straight away like already Celtic fans some of them I've seen want Ange out and Donny Mackay out, even though they have literally just walked in. I think this could be one of those seasons where Celtic fans, Celtic fans will need to accept this won't be a great season and just live with that. They won't. That's what they need to do in order to get some enjoyment out of this season. Well, for me, it's quite clear from the signings that they brought in 
I think you can see some of Postacoglu's kind of influence there. Um, this is a rebuilding year. I think mm. I think he should have been clear about that. And I know, I mean, as a Celtic manager, you can't say we're not going to win anything this year, but they're not going to win anything this year. Um, you look at the signings they made, Kyogo Fioriashi from Vissel Kobe. Looks to me like he might be a really good player, but when someone's yeah. from a league that you don't know, they're a completely unknown quantity, really, but they've spent a good I will four. say, this is a message for every casually racist Scottish football da and every shit Scottish football media pundit. He does not play like Shinshuki Nakamura. Okay? Yeah. He doesn't. He's, he's, he's he plays nothing like him. He's, he's a winger slash striker. Yeah. Just because he's the only player you think. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait for the first time his first game where he scores two goals and it's a Clyde Super scoreboard uh, call-in and it's a Celtic, like 60-year-old Celtic dad being like, he's smiling so much on Suzuki Nakamura. What a player he is. It's like, oh God, I cannot wait for that. The most casual racism, yeah. They've brought yeah. in, they've, also they've sold Ayer to Brentford for 13.5 million, which is ridiculous how they managed to get that much money for him. But they've replaced him with Carl Starfelt from Ruben Kazan, who by all accounts doesn't look like a very good player. Um, from the reports I read about opening. him before he joined, and then from his initial f- performances, I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see the Celtic game either because, um, again, I was with family. I was away in London for the weekend, so I kind of missed every Scottish football game. Yeah, I think um, um, Bada, they've signed the winger. He looked really, really exciting. He's only 19. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might take a few seasons for him to really be a top player on that side. Um, and then you look, we have to talk about the two other signings they made and Joe Hart McCarthy. Um, as briefly as possible. For me, this just screams of desperation and panic signing. They'd be amazing signings 10 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, McCarthy is, I saw the stat, you've seen as well, McCarthy has played less minutes in the last five years than Callum McGregor played in the last season. Yeah. And Joe Hart took a, he was paid 60 grand a week at Spurs. He's now been getting paid 15 grand a week to play for Celtic. Jeez. He is clearly desperate to just be starting for a team. Well, he was uh, watching think... Tottenham disappoint our fans from the sidelines. They like to disappoint fans on the pitch now. Oh, so you're running tweets of Paddy Power now? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I don't think he'll actually be as bad as people were saying. I just don't think he'll be like as good as McGregor was for Rangers. Like... Or like Forrester was for Celtic. Mm-hmm. I know we're not the same level, and well, I know Celtic not be. I know the Scottish Premiership isn't the same level as Premier League and, uh, Man- and Celtic aren't the same level as Man City, but when Pep came into Man City, the first thing he did was bend Joe Hart and sign Claudio Bravo because Hart can't pass the football. And Ange wants a goalkeeper that can pass the football. Yeah. So it's, it is just, um, fuck, we need somebody as like deal for both sides, really. Which yeah. Yeah, These two signings are ones point... basically appeased to Daz. Yeah. McCarthy could be a. If McCarthy gets over his injuries, he could. He's, he's arguably the best centre mid. Yeah. Could be. Country, if he gets over his injuries, but he's not going to. Because no. if he did get over his injuries, he would not be at Celtic. So, and the, fact, yeah. the fact he signed a four year deal as well, he's basically like, this is my retirement policy. Yeah, this is. I'll the, just take um, the four years, even if my legs yeah. crumble, and I'll just collect a paycheck until I'm yeah, this, until yeah, this, 35. This, this is the. um. Well, it didn't work for Shane Duffy, but it could work for me. <laughs> move yeah after the years have been linked he, he, he's finally made it he's like it's like Nico Gaitan the uh, Man United I saw Ian Booth Robertson tweet that I think that's quite a similar yeah or like William Carvalho yeah. being linked to a number of clubs just never happened oh Wesley, Sch- oh, Wesley Schneider to uh, Man United as well yeah so predictions for Celtic I'll go first I think that they're not going to win a single bit of silverware this season I think that They'll qualify for the Europa League group stages and cash out. But well, they might think... get, get automatically because Michelin fielded an ineligible player in uh, one of their games. So... Yeah, I mean, they've got luck that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and then very funny. They're going to finish second, but I think they'll be closer to third place and they will be first place. I think Rangers are going to fall off as um, this well, yeah, me too. a bit. Well... But, so I think it won't be like that but I think it'll be like closer to a 10 point gap than a 20 point gap yeah. but yeah it'll be a comfortable for, I think it'll be a somewhat comfortable second with a very angry fan base yeah and I think they'll go out they'll get, they'll get to the group stage Europa League and they get knocked out of the Europa League 
conference uh, first round because I finished third in the Europa League. Group stages. Yeah, I mean that's that's disappointing for Celtic fans, but quite likely. But we'll move on to the Dundee team that Joe doesn't like, which is Dundee. Um, we both of them at this point. Promoted from the championship. Um, they've got a really solid squad already. Um, they seem to have made some decent signings, and it's not a case of a team coming up, which quite often happens, and they can't match the resources of the Premiership because there is quite a gap. And then you find that they sign like some of the better Championship players, and they just go right back down. But yeah, Dundee seem to have a Premiership-ready squad that is not going to finish top six, but is going to definitely be comfortable and will put give teams a run for their money. Yeah, I mean, so Dundee instantly improved last season, to my knowledge, um, when they signed Adam Legstons, because mm. they had Jack Hamilton, probably the worst full-time goalkeeper last season, and they replaced him with Legstons, who was fine. Uh, I've not actually barely watched Dundee play last season, the last couple of seasons, but um, certainly like a fine 6 out of 10. And then they also brought in like Jason Cummings, Paul McMullen uh, didn't want to lead Dundee, so he went over the road to the other team. And be a good move he's, for been him. Very, he, he's been very, very good under Dundee. Kind of, I have to admit that, unfortunately. He, Dundee, I think, will stay out comfortably. The question, I think, is that James McPake, a lot of Dundee fans still are kind of unsure on him. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see maybe if he... Because I think that team is going to have to stay up. And I think if they do get in any trouble this season, he kind of does need to go. Because the question's always been there. I mean, that team is was far too good to um, not get promoted last season and arguably even going promoted to the playoffs, they should have been challenging Hearts a lot more than they actually did, I think, with that team. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's fair. But yeah, I could. my prediction for Dundee, kind of kind of skipping ahead, I guess, is that they'll probably finish 8th or ninth with a different manager because they'll be 11th at one point. It's like, that's my honest prediction. From what I've seen of them... Um... It's crazy how good Charlie Adam is at this age. At the age of 35, he's still really good. I mean, I was unconvinced that he would come... Because also the Scottish Premiership is a very physical, fast league. I thought, well, great with the ball at his feet, but will he be able to keep up? And he has been able to keep up. He was pretty impressive against us. Um, I thought we did win that midfield battle, though. Um, but he, looked, he was showing their second goal, pretty much starting to move. Um, kind of scored their first goal. I think he also will be the kind of main man in that team. It's just whether that his legs can handle playing a full season. I'm surprised at how Cummins looked. He, he came on for Dundee, for Danny Mullen, and really impressed me, actually. It seems like he's got that spark about him that he had at Hibs that seemed to kind of faded. Um, and he's just that guy that's kind of blindly confident no matter what. And, I, and that, my prediction for Dundee is that they'll finish, yeah, I'd say between 8th and 10th. They'll get a decent cup run, and they'll be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said earlier. Like they'll finish like eighth, something yeah. like that. But I, I, I don't get to the quarterfinal. Maybe a semi. No, they'll never get in Hamden ever again. Okay. They've we'll been to Hamden like like twice in the last fifty years. Like they're now getting Hamden again. We we'll move on to those United, and we'll try and keep it as brief as we can because you do you could easily talk about them for about four hours. Also, they've brought in Tam Courts. When I say brought in, just kind of promoted from within. And you look at the amount of signings they made, what, Charlie Mulgrew and Trevor Carson? Uh, yeah. Yep. Doesn't uh, fill you with confidence, though, does it? So part of the problem, me I'm being so negative right now, is that I know for a fact that United could have signed more players and should have signed more players. Mm-hmm. To keep it brief, the issue with United's transfer policy, for what I know, people who work, worked 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 United have now left and work for United right now, is that we seem to be more obsessed trying to sell United, like the idea of what we're trying to do, instead mm-hmm. of signing players that want to come. Like we, Jacob right. Harris apparently didn't really want to come to United. He wasn't actually that interested, even when we invited him yeah. to training. And instead, we could have had. And instead, we could have had a guy called Cameron Devlin, who was apparently the best centre mid in the A-League. And regardless of what you think about the A-League, right. being the best midfielder, you probably can do a job in Scotland. Yeah, definitely. And he was cheap, both wages and transfer, and wanted to come. 
some of the United did all the work, inquired about the player he wanted to come, asked the club, asked the club he was at what how much they wanted, and then submitted all that to Tony Ashgar, and they never submitted the fee. They never submitted yeah. the fee, so he's now going to Hearts. We could have had him. We could have had him three months ago, but just today, it's been Edinburgh. One of the Edinburgh companies, Edinburgh news companies, have reported that he's off to Hearts. And you can hear that, you see that repeated over and over again, that players that wanted to come left by the wayside to try and uh, invite players that weren't then interested, like Liam Miller, the old Kilmarnock loney, who's now gone to uh, Basel in uh, Switzerland. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my favourite one. Do you know a guy called Jan Speter Hage, an AC Milan winger? He was at Mulder yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Norwegian winger. Yep. You'd have had him for 300 grand. Now he's off the t- now his way to sign for Frankfurt for 10 million or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now all these issues are coming to a head with this season where we have no money. Us quite clearly skint. We refuse to get rid of any of our players because we're afraid of what will happen with the rest of our team. And so we're still pushing for players that probably aren't that interested. And now we're left with this team. Um, where I was fine a couple of weeks ago, but now I'm generally worried we're going to go down. Really? I don't know what you feel, Graham. Like the team is fine. It's more just the entire feeling around the club, and sometimes the feeling can outweigh the talent. If that makes um, sense. I don't think United are going to go down. I don't think they'll be impressive, though. I think they're going to be around Dundee. They're going to be comfortable, but I think they're not going to impress anyone. I think. They'll finish like eighth, maybe, maybe ninth. I don't think your squad's just too strong to be relegated when you look at some of the other squads that are there. Um, yeah, like you should really be better than Ross County, Motherwell, and Penny St. Livingston as well. I think I really don't see it going down. I think that's a bit, bit of a doomer take from you because, our, our, like, our midfield, our spine is really good. So, Seagreast, Edwards, Brooks, and Shankland. Is a is a top six spine. It's a it's a spine. Yeah, that definitely. Should be good enough if if you put the other players together. Should be good enough to go for Europe. The issue is the players around them, and the backups for them, and the midfield we play. I'm not saying anything about Tam Court yet because I literally don't know anything about him. We looked decent in the Bedford Cup games against part-time teams. Looks awful apparently against Aberdeen, and his press conference was shocking. He, he claimed we dominated the dominated the second half, and we didn't. Yeah, it went man. There's just a really ill feeling on United right now. No one is particularly happy, and that's probably rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. I just don't, especially with no signings, every team's improving, and we're not. We have to move on to the, the next team, so I can't really <laughs> say much more. I just, I can't see us finishing any higher than like eighth. You'll get your chance to go think, much more in depth. I think the best we'll have this season is probably beating one of Dundee or Aberdeen at home. That's the best. That's be the highlight of our season. We'll be beating one of those two teams. And when that's yeah. always depressing, when the best you have is beating your rivals. You want more than that. I think that United will flat for the C this season. I think they won't make a top six push and they'll finish. And when it when the split happens, they'll comfortably beat most of the teams around them and finish eighth, I think. Maybe seventh. Okay. That's my prediction. But we'll move on to a team who's still a bit more positive. A team who tonight is playing in Europe against Rijeka in Croatia and will face Bohemian and Powell or Powell if they get through that, and that is Hibs. Hibs look like they're going from strength to strength this season, Joe. Uh, yeah, they're my team to finish third. Even if, even if you don't like... I'm not that big on Jack Ross's manager. I just think the team is so good that it doesn't right. matter. Whatever his team is so good that it doesn't really matter like how good or bad Jack Ross is as a coach. Um, mm-hmm. they have the third best team in the league in my opinion still, and with play with the players they brought in like Doyle Hayes for example. Um, and with player like Chris Mueller coming in in January or now, they get the deal done with Orlando. Well, they were tell- good enough to comfortably. You're a fan of the MLS. Can you tell us a bit about Chris Mueller? The only thing I know about him is that he won the bonus points in the skill the MLS skill challenge or whatever it's called. <laughs> All Star School Challenge. Yeah. Uh, what a league. He, um, <laughs> he's not a flashy winger. He's fast, pacey, strong, and direct. He's he's, a, he's one of those wingers that kind of built like a center back, but as like the pace and the skill of a winger, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I know. Like he's, more, he's more about he's more about 
dominating a, a, a fullback or, or centre back off on the ball, and he's about just embarrassing them. He's quite. He likes to kind of cut into the box a lot. He's not like a an out winger, so he probably suits kind of more modern game more. He will score a few. Will score a few goals with just like crosses coming in, and then dipping over to his side. Mm-hmm. He is mainly a a winger, but he can play up front as well. I think he will suit a lot playing in that system along with um Boyle, Doidge on this bit, and it'll be Muller on one of the on the other side, which I think will be a really really good signing. Orlando fans were pissed off he's going to Scotland because MLS. Yeah, fans so the, to, the, they think the, they were the Sheffer League, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about that because that's a different argument entirely. But yeah, well, yeah, it'd be a very, very good signing. But the chance to play in Europe, I set yourself on that stage. You're very close proximity to the Premier League. To me, it's a bit of a no-brainer if I was him, but maybe, but maybe that's some kind of arrogance within me. Um, I'm looking at some of the signings they've made. You know, Jake Dalhaz was great when he came in, and then I thought, oh, maybe he's not that good, but it looked like he just couldn't give a rat's at St. Martin. Looked great against Motherwell. He's really, really talented midfielder. He'll have a good season. They yeah. made Jamie Murphy permanent, decent signing, and then they brought in, they've also brought in Daniel McKay from Inverness, player, I mean, very good young player, player I would love to have at St. Martin, you know. Yeah. I think be very good he'll player. be great. He'll have a standout. Maybe not this season, but maybe next season you'll see him really start contributing to a lot of goals. There's enough good wingers behind him that he, in front of him, sorry, that he doesn't need to have an amazing first season. He can kind of yeah. just slowly develop. And playing under a guy like Chris Mueller can only be a US internationalist. Granted yeah. two caps, but it can only be good for his development playing under a player. Yeah. Like I'm also going to asterisk that by saying that the USMT have two two methods. They have an all an all domestic team and an all-foreign team they don't oh, okay which kind of go back and forth it's complicated but yeah he played for the all-domestic team Chris Mueller uh, he played for like um an all-domestic US team so it wasn't like the best team with like Pulisic and uh, Dest and McKenney and all those players but yeah still getting a copy of country is impressive and it's in general with Hibs I think they'll finish third again get the Europa League conference groups and we're saying the name wrong every time aren't we and conference league it's not that hard well, probably, I got probably get at least at a final of a cup. Yeah, I think that when I predicted Aberdeen won silverware, I think it'll actually Aberdeen or Hibs. I think one of them won a cup. They will mm-hmm. also get to the the group stages. I think Powell would be a pretty difficult playoff tie, but I think I mean I'd imagine they could beat Powell. It's just one of those European teams that yeah, is good because they're they're in FIFA. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I hope that they can do that. 2-0. So. Well, that's true. Well, maybe playing Bohemians in. And you mm. really should beat Bohemians. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll, yep, mo- we'll, mo- we'll move on and we'll talk about Hearts. Hearts should be quietly confident this season, I think. Um, mm-hmm. No, they brought in Josh Janelli permanently. They've brought in Rod Stewart as a backup to Gordon, who I think is a solid backup. Um. And then this Matilda brought in from Everton, and it looks like a fucking pick because I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but um, Banningime. I have no idea either. They brought so him in from Everton, who looks, who looked excellent against Celtic. So another player you know, a... tried to sign who didn't want to come. <laughs> Just saying. Oh no, be a solid season for Hearts. As much as I hate to admit it, I might hate to admit it. Yeah, they're probably going yeah, to meet it in the first season. Um. Yeah, they've again. Well, what do you think about Nielsen? They have they have appeared to have a very good squad overall. Gordon is already probably top three keepers in the league. Yeah. Even though this, even though this is his first season after being out of the championship last season, a guy who probably should have still been at Celtic. Let's be honest. <laughs> they will. They will be fine. They will be in a top six team. They'll probably finish fifth. Maybe fifth. Yeah, so you think they'll finish in basically the European spots? Uh, yeah, actually. I forgot the fifth was uh, now European spot, technically. That's a bold, a bold prediction, I've got to I say. Mean, who else, um, who else I do agree. Over them. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Well, yeah, maybe going to get some bold predictions later on. Uh, I think they'll finish top six. I'm not going to say where. Um, so I've kind of got five of my top six predicted. You'll find out who else is in that uh, a bit later on. But yeah, I think they'll have a good season. They've got a strong squad. Um, 
And yeah, it'll be it'll be comfortable, not not remarkable. And we'll move on to I just want to, before we move on, I want to point out how funny it is that we said we do this alphabetical order and yeah, we and yeah, we got hips and hearts the wrong way around. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, they're all the same. Yeah, we know many really. things, but alphabet is not one of them. <laughs> okay, moving on to Livingston. Um you look at this side, you, you look at their transfers, um, because I've prepared notes and I'm like left back, left back, left back, left back. Um what is going on with that? Uh I I think I think Mondale's running out of contacts, to be <laughs> honest. If you have to assume what is going on there, it's the only thing I can think of really. It is a pretty baffling side overall. It's just a bunch of names you vaguely know, isn't it? Well, they brought in James Penrice from Pal- from from uh, Partick Thistle, who Bill Pins is a pretty decent left back. I don't know if he's good enough for the Premiership though. They brought in Sean Kelly, who used to play for St. Mon, was solid when he was younger, not played in the Premiership for a, for a few seasons, so I don't know how great he'll be. They brought in a young guy called Adam Lewis, who's a left back from Liverpool, un- unknown quantity, and then. Um, I'm just confused as to why they have that many left backs. Is Martindale playing a four left back system? Yeah, he's he's redoing the scoring system, just playing as many left backs as possible. I'm guessing that a few of those, I guess he's going to play a back five and a few of those left backs will fill in at left centre back. But um, it's quite baffling anyway, to say the least. I think Penrose could go into centre mid. That's the only one I can really try and defend. Mm-hmm. I like the signing of Adam Shinney. Adam Shinney. Like Andrew Shinney. Yeah, Andrew I think it's a decent. I think it's a decent signing. Yeah, I think a lot of people are rating Livingston for the drop. I just think that's people assuming Livingston have to be shit eventually. It's got to be. They won't go down this. No way. I think they'll probably end up. I think they'll be low down. No they'll be like no way. I think they'll be like bottom six, but I don't think they'll go down. Yeah. I like Shinney and I like worse. and I like Bruce Anderson. I think they're two mm-hmm. good signings for a team like Levy. Andrew Shinney, before he left in England, was really, really good. Yeah. But he's in his 30s now, so we'll see how good he is. Probably be decent. I think Livingston will have an unremarkable season. I think they'll finish 10th, maybe 9th. Yeah. They won't. I think the bottom two are going to be pretty cut adrift. I mean, that's maybe quite mm-hmm. different, but I don't know. But I think they'll be safe, but not good. I've actually not really thought about who's going to be in the bottom of the league it's totally been my problem. I think it's in, I've been too worried about it being us to be honest but yeah so we'll move on to talk about I'm trying to forget who's next in now but Motherwell Motherwell and a team I'm very very worried about this season Joe I think I like Kevin I think Kevin Van Veen might just go ahead and keep them up he just looks like a very very fun he looks very much like he might be able to like like the Michael Higdon type, I guess. Just the big, just the big fucker mother will always seem to have when they're successful, which just scores all goals. I could realistically see that happening again. Like they just stay up just because of him scoring around and poaches goals he really shouldn't be scoring. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. You look at the players that have left um, Kelly D. I mean, they're not going to be gutted about losing him, but he's been very solid at us. They've lost Chris Long, Liam Polworth, Vanny Cole, Declan Gallagher, Alan Campbell, Trevor Carson. I mean, they've lost... I mean, I mean Alan Campbell is really the linchpin of that whole team. They'll be... Mm-hmm. struggle without him. Devante Cole was, for me, I mean, maybe wrong, but their best player, or one of their best players last season. Yeah. And Declan Gallagher, obviously, huge, huge loss at the back. I mean, they've brought in good players like Liam Kelly. I mean, great signing. I mean, any team would have took him outside yeah. of the top two. Um, I mean, Van Veen... I'm not going to say it. You know I'm going to say it, Graham. I'm not going to say it because I can't talk about Danny Acted anymore. I'm not going to say it, though. <laughs> Van Veen could be good. Willery from Tranmere could be good. Probably not. Connor Shields, not convinced. Um, and then they've signed, like, a Finnish internationalist as well. Or former internationalist. Yeah, this uh, this, this has this has disaster been all over. This is a very random signing. Yeah, the, the transfer policy doesn't seem consistent at all. I think it's it seems to me like 
the season that Saint Martin got relegated. Um, we were signing fucking we're signing players from like no low level in England. Weren't convincing young players on loan. Yeah, sorry, Motherwell, but I think this season you're got you're getting relegated. Eleventh or twelfth. I think twelfth. Okay. I think I think they're they're automatically going down. There's Sorry, Motherwell fans, you can be raging only, and uh, and the reply starts. I think we're getting relegated, and it's not them. Um, so yeah, kind of being a bit useless here. Okay, okay we'll move on yeah. from the bottom of the league to the top and Rangers. It, they've not really lost any key players in that team, and. They've brought in Fashion Sakala from uh, Ustend um, and Lundstrom from Sheffield United. Lundstrom was pretty rotten against Malmo the other night, but I think overall they're going to win the league comfortably again. I think it'll be it'll be very hard to, to um, win by as many points as they did last season because it was a bit of a freak. So I don't think that will happen, but I think they'll be comfortable. I. I think it'll be comfortable, but I think it'll be worse than the last season. I I am I think the lack of fans really helped them, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially players like James Tavernier, who got nothing but pelters from a lot of Rangers fans, especially in Ibrox, as far as I can tell. And then them just not having to worry about that allowed to shine so much, arguably. Yeah, I think it'll be like a I don't know, it'll be comfortable still, like eight eight or ten points, but it'll be the ridiculous gap they had um last season. I do think it'll be a repeat of last season, though, where they'd only win the league. Really? Because I, 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 there's a... Is it me, or is Steven Gerrard a bit of a shite bag when it comes to, like, actual trophies? He's, this is going to be, like, one of nine. His last well, he, he shot really against us and St. Johnston, really. He went out really embarrassingly in last, like, League Cup and Cup. He has even... He got to the League Cup final, and his team peppered the goal. For the entire game just did but couldn't score I don't know it something that I just have a bad feeling something about like that he might only he might only win the league again which I'm sure he'd be happy with obviously but when you look at how ridiculously dominant Celtic were the last couple of years and Rangers fans are deluded if they say they don't want that they're not going to compare themselves to that there's going to be a wee bit of, dis- of a dissatisfaction if they don't at least try and repeat that especially with Celtic as bad as Arguably, as much bad a state as they were when you when you were first got promoted. Yeah, um, just don't think, don't think they'll be as good as they were. But I think they're just lucky that Celtic are a mess right now. Mm-hmm. If Celtic were actually in a good place, I think it'd be a very close title challenge. But you win the league comfortably. I kind of agree with you in terms of not. Winning any cups this season, I feel like they've shattered it pretty much every time they've came up to came up to the chance of winning a cup. Mm-hmm. But you know they, they they brought the league duck last season, so you never know. Um, but my if he plays his eight, best team in the cups as well, they will obviously probably win. Oh well, yeah, game. true. But I feel like he might just feel the need to rotate, and then like Calvin Bassett do something stupid against it. A player should be better than again, and they'll get knocked out. I've got a hot take though. I think that they'll end up in the Europa League group stages. Really? I think they'll beat Malmo um, in the second leg, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just feel something has to go wrong for them. They can't go as well as it did last season. I think, I think they're, they're knocked out of the Champions League group stages. I just I don't think they'll... Um, I, don't, I think they'll at least reach the Champions League in the point. Okay. I think that anyway. one... I think, I think for the Champions League groups qualifying that one away goal they got against Malmo. Oh, we got it. I know they don't count anymore, but like for the, the next round, they only they, oh, yeah, they yeah, need yeah, to yeah. score like two goals to get back. They need to just score like a lot. Anyway, my oh. point. Okay, moving on from the good teams because that's boring. We're going to talk about Rod County. Rod County, like, like they're not going to have a good season at all. They're going to go down. They might even go down. First of all, they've got Malcolm McKay's manager. I mean, who thought this was a good idea? Mm. Who in their right mind? Who in their right mind is like the man we need is Malcolm McKay. Malcolm McKay, probably. <laughs> you look at the kind of players that have left. They've lost 
pretty much the entire, almost entire spine of that team. Um, and also a lot of their older players have just left, like Gardine and Draper and Vigers and Callum Morris and Billy McKay. They've all kind of left. And, and Malky McKay, one of those players out as well, which does not yeah. help him with the Welsh fans. Getting rid of Michael Gardine and Billy McKay. Over a text, would it not? On a Zoom Over call a text. Yeah. Welsh County fans already aren't the big fans of Malky McKay for what happened in the past. Yeah. To do that is fucking bold, to say the least. You look, at, you look at the players have brought in as well. I mean, Ross Callaghan is a really good signing, actually. I feel bad that he's going to get relegated twice in a row. Do you feel like he deserved to be playing for a team pushing for top six? I mean, if you sign for a team managed by Malcolm McKay, you kind of get what you deserve. Yeah. Um, they've brought in Dominic Samuel from Gillingham. And it's uh, a, a lot of nothing players, isn't it? Just like nothing really... The only interesting player there is Daniel Consola, the Austrian guy from... David Consola, yeah. The Austrian yes. guy that was playing in the Czech, playing for Slovan Liberec. I mean, yeah, that is really he's... exciting. And now he's in Ross County. It's a bit weird. Of like, just a really weird random signing. From the Czech Republic to Dingwall. It's... <sighs> Maybe he just really likes the quiet. Yeah. My prediction is that they'll finish 11th. I think they'll be 12th. No, actually, I think that they'll finish 12th and Motherwell will finish 11th. They won't. I mean, now that now that Hamilton are relegated, somebody has to be like the the obvious worst team. So I guess it's what's going <laughs> I know every like every league needs the needs the whipping boy, don't they? Yeah. And we'll move on to the penultimate team, which is St Johnston. We're saving the best team to last, of course. <laughs> St Johnston had a remarkable season last season. I mean, you're never. I mean. It's going to take a long time before a team outside the Celtic achieves that feat, pretty much. It yeah. was an absolute shock. Um, but I don't think they'll be they'll win any cups this season. I think they'll finish top six. They won't win any cups. I think they'll finish top six? Yeah. I don't see it. Why? I, did. I just don't think they've strengthened as much as the teams around them. They've kept their... Entire team, though. Mm-hmm. All the best players. They've got the best players. They've kept the manager, more importantly. Um, they're apparently bringing in players late on because um, the head of the head recruitment they just brought in joined quite late in the summer. So they're only really now bring, trying to bring in players. My biggest hot take is I think they'll beat Galatasaray tonight, which might be out, out of date depending on how... Um, and how late this comes out, I think they'll, I think they'll get to Oblique Group I don't, I don't mind that take. I do not mind that at all. I quite like that. I think it'll I be, look- it'll be one of the like the big like shocks of that, and I think they'll get to it. I think they'll finish last. But I think they'll get to it. I just think they're a very, very well-run club right now, as far as I can tell, and they're a club with a lot yeah. of good energy and mood and motivation around them. And I think even if they don't necessarily get a European spot. They'll still be happy with this season. And with the biggest question for them is actually not this season, but the season afterwards, because I think McCart, Kerr, and Rooney, uh, this is the last season of their contract. And there's a few others as well. There's another one, a fourth one I can't remember. That's three at least big players all out contract next summer. So I think this, this may- season they'll be very, very good. But in the summer after that, it's a bit more. Uh, this may sound ridiculous, but the reason that St. Johnston got in the top six is because St. Martin messed up. Uh, it was, that's 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 nonsense. They had a great run, but the reason that they finished top six is to be conceded an 89th minute free header. We had St. it in Johnson, the palm of our hands and we let it go. And I think St. Johnson were the second or third best team in the country from like October, November onwards. Yeah, but it was still also, ever also, to lose it, and we lost it. Also, the point doesn't make a lot of sense because I could argue that the United messed up and they could be beaten Celtic or at Celtic or did beat Kamani, we would have been top six. Like, it's a, it's, I get what you're saying, but it's a kind of a pointless hypothetical yeah, because what matters is you did mess up and St. Johnson were the team there to take advantage of it. Oh, yeah, true, maybe. So, but yeah. I don't, top six. <laughs> I don't think they'll finish top six. I don't think they'll finish top six. 
I believe he let Scott Tandra go from what I've seen of him. He is a really, really good left back. And just a small point there, I'm quite shocked about that. And mostly Melamed's gone. I don't think it'd be a huge loss or anything. But yeah, and they're already playing on replacing him. Um the Conway is left as well. But he was Where'd already he on his way out. What? Where'd he go? I think he I think he's without a club. Uh, I'm sure I'm relying not. heavily on transfer market here. To... Let me see. Did he play for St yeah, Johnson? Yeah. But according yeah, to transfer market, did left. Oh yeah, he's gone. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, we'll move on. Well, actually, your prediction for St Johnston. So you're saying top six? Uh, I said sixth, exactly sixth. I think finished seventh. I wonder who's going to be finishing uh, sixth then. I wonder. <laughs> I can't have a wonder. Speaking of, uh, up next, Graham? Uh, it's St. Martin, my team. Yep, that's what I thought. You know what you could accuse? Some people may accuse me of being uh, overly optimistic all of the time. But I really do think we'll finish the top six this season. I think we messed up not not winning either of the Cups and not um, finishing top six. I know St. Johnson were very good. But we also did mess up ourselves, and I think we've only improved our squad. We're not weakening any aspect of the park. I mean, we lost our miss, um, but so far we've held on to McGrath, and we've, we've signed Charles Dunn, Kilty, Brophy, Tan- well, Brophy in a permanent deal, Tanzer, Curtis Main, Alan Power. I tell you, Alan Power, he's um, he's got a new lease of life. Looks like night and day compared to the player with Kelly last season. Um, Curtis Main looks like him and Brophy formed a really good partnership. They linked up well for a goal against Dundee. But Tander, you guys are wonderful. If he reminds me of him, um, do you remember Graham Carey? Yeah, yeah, reminds me of Graham Carey in a lot of ways. And obviously, Charles Dunn, solid, and Greg Kelly, good player. I think he'll fill the McGrath void if McGrath leaves. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm, think- I'm thinking we're going to finish top six this season. I don't. I think you'll be seven, comfortably seventh. But I, I don't think you'll be top six. I think you'll probably maybe just miss out again. I think you made good signings. I am as impressed as you are. I, I you've seen the players obviously in playing for Simeon. I don't quite get the Greg Kilty hype. I don't actually know. To me, he's never actually done anything in Scottish football, apart from one good game in the playoff final against Falkirk. Alan Power is new least live currently, but he was pretty bad last season. And I'm going to take that last season as more of a big deal than the couple of games he played this season. Yeah, um, they usually make good signings. And I just don't know if they have enough to get in the top six over like the the great signings Hearts have made and the great team squad that Hearts has, or the uh just the the team that did so well last season, St. Johnson, with the same players. Mr. Johnson still have. I am. I really like the signs we've made. The only thing is, we've not really took any risks whatsoever. We've signed a lot of players who we are kind of proven at this level, mm-hmm. rather than this is an unknown quantity. We're going to take a punt on him. Um, but I'm I'm really convinced all the signs that I've seen. I was unconvinced at the start with Curtis Main. Um, I was unconvinced with Charles Dunn, and I wasn't sold on Greg Kilty. But now I'm um, after seeing especially Main and Dunplay, they've really impressed me. Um, okay. It seems like maybe they needed a new lease of life at a new club, a fresh start, maybe. Because Tomorrow were kind of wrong from the core, really, that team. Um, yeah. And Alan Power playing alongside a 35 year old Gary, 36 year old Gary Dicker. So he's playing with a very young midfielder, McGran Erehon. A lot of people that will yeah. do a lot of work around him. Not to mention that he's just. Really good at controlling that midfield at this level, anyway. So, top six finish for Simon. It's going to happen. Um, you guys can laugh at me at the end of the season when we finish like 10th or something. But yeah, top six. Get to Hamden. Uh, final but final question for Simon. Yeah. I've got is uh, what month does Jim Goodwin leave for England? I don't think he would leave this season. Okay. Yeah. I think if you're coming in for a manager in Scotland, Jim Goodwin's not top of the power, you're going to go for Cam Davidson first. Okay, fair enough. 
or you're going to yeah. go for, I don't know, maybe Stephen Glass or something. Not uh, not Jim Goodwin. I think he's flown under the radar quite a bit, and I'm happy that he's done that. So you think Samirin is so relevant to actually prove to your advantage? Shut <laughs> I just think, I think genuine, genuinely Goodwin doesn't get enough credit for what he's done at St. Um, yeah, yeah, because... Because, yeah, because, because we've not really done anything. We've not really, we've not won anything, and we didn't finish in top six. So it doesn't look as impressive as it was. Not because we're not relevant. We're more relevant than a lot, a lot of teams in this league. You said unconvincingly, and 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 I know you're nominating the United, so I'm not bothered by that. (laughs) Well then. Thanks for listening, guys. It's going to be a very, very fun season. Um, we're excited to talk about it. Sorry yeah. we didn't talk about the lower leagues. We just know nothing about them. Yeah. <laughs> but Martin uh, having 14 I... players is going to be fun. Yeah, 14 players. 14 senior players. Still? Yep. Maybe they have more now, but like last week, there's 14. Is this like some kind of Gus McPherson double agent thing? <laughs> agent Gus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I can't wait to be watching the the cinch. No way, it's not the cinch. No, actually, it is the cinch. The cinch. Oh wait, no, it, it is the cinch. Um, we'll see if Rangers get their way again. Uh, yeah, that's been a funny thing. I don't, should we talk about that? The whole like, Quickly, yeah. Rangers um, being ranging over the sponsorship deal. Cry babies. It, it's it's. I agree to them to a certain extent, but when one of your directors owns a used car company. And you're upset because you have to advertise a used car company. You kind of you might be a bit suspicious of that. Yeah, I think that there's an ulterior motive in what Rangers are doing. Yeah, and the, the analogy league, is well, well, we sign a sponsorship deal with this company. We have it. We have to advertise them, but we can't advertise them because we have have advertised Cinch. It's like Rangers, you made that deal with yourself. Yeah, you made it. Yeah, just, uh, this is a very annoying thing, which, that's what, which could actually, it? Just it could actually apparently fuck over the entire sponsorship deal. I have no idea. but The £8 million pound sponsorship deal. Yeah. Which isn't even worth that much. It's £8 million over six years, something like that. Oh, is it? actually that much money. Oh, I thought yeah. it was over a couple of months. All right, well. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um, it's been a lot of fun talking about the upcoming season. I'm excited to to see it unfold it's going to be a lot of fun um, thanks for listening we're going to have loads of content coming up that's not just football related because I know some of you are not massive football fans and yeah stay tuned bye bye <laughs>